Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. This is the Monday, March 23rd edition of the show. On today's show, we've got Mr. Zach Myers from the band Shinedown on with us to uh, discuss the crazy events that are going on in this country and around the world. Uh, And then we're also going to talk some sports topics because we had some pretty big news happen today. First things first, the show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six incredible sports books that are not currently open because the Mississippi Gaming Commission shut down every casino in the state. So uh, you can always find more information about them, though, over at tunicatravel.com. They will let you know when things are opening back up, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Share out the show. Make sure you are subscribed, whether by podcast or YouTube or Facebook, etc. Uh, you can find Zach online on Twitter, at ZMyersOfficial. Uh, that's the same thing on Instagram, right? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, you can also find his band, Shinedown.com is the website for that. Or you can just go... You know, turn on any rock station basically around the entire country. So, I hope. <laughs> we hope so. Um, let's go ahead and fire in. First topic up the Olympics officially postponed. And everybody likes to make the joke because the guy's name is Dick Pound, which is maybe one of the most incredible names in all of sports, uh, other than who, who's, the, uh, who's the quarterback, Chris, at was it USC or somewhere else where his dad uh, or his granddad was named Dick Hammer? I don't remember. But you remember that, we talked about it at some point in time, but I don't remember. (laughs) It doesn't get much better than Dick Pound or Dick Hammer. Um, So the Olympics, officially postponed to 2021. Uh, Thoughts? Anybody want to jump in here? Because I I don't even know what to think. Because I don't know how you postpone something a year and keep everything intact the way it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's kind of crazy to think about the fact that the, the world's largest sporting event, I guess, as a whole, other than the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Like getting postponed, especially you got to think about Olympic athletes and what they go through to train, like to, to for this specific date, and then you push it back a year. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. That seems, that seems a little crazy to well, me. Well, I'm curious if a lot of this has to do with the fact that they can't, like some of them cannot train right now. They can't train. Yeah. 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 So yeah, many of these people are not not multimillionaires yet and they were hoping for the fame of the Olympics to put them to that point and they train in training facilities that are public a lot of times and those things are closed they don't have x I mean they've got private coaches and they've got private facilities but there's still facilities that uh, are in many states locked down yeah it's it's really difficult like I'm curious how the television stuff is going to go because I mean, they plan out some of this stuff years in advance. Oh, NBC plans it out. Yeah, not not so, just years in advance, four or five years in advance. They have the TV deal worked out before the next Olympics even gets there. So, and that's that's just the U.S. Though, I mean, think about it, globally. Like, yeah, but but in our our world, we care about the NBC. What are they going to have on TV during the months of the Olympics? Now, oh yeah, that's a if but, uh, if the I Kentucky- mean, right now everybody's having the same problem, right? Yeah, like we should be watching, uh, you know. March Madness and it covering television for, you know, this entire month and, and then getting into the NBA playoffs after that. And it's not, and we're just finding other stuff to put on TV. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be curious to see what ends up happening. If the Kentucky Derby was smart, they would have waited uh, just a little bit to see what happens with this and maybe pushed it instead of competing on the first full weekend of college football, 
which we don't even know that that's going to happen. But yeah, I think they're betting that Labor Day is still going to be a good day by then, but college football won't be ready by then. Yeah, you're you're probably right. They they could own television on a great weekend um, if if they're lucky. Zach, you ever been to the Kentucky Derby? I have been. It, it's uh, it's it's a very weird elitist uh, event to go to <laughs> and attend. Of and no one really cares about what's happening. It's weird. It's almost like getting courtside at like an NBA game. Like no one really like you know nobody cares about the game. Like, nobody <laughs> cares about the game. You know, it's like so. It's very strange to go to, and you got to wear a hat. And uh, even men mostly wear hats, and you know, it's really about what kind of hat you wear. It's, what, it's uh, very strange. Chris wears a fedora. Regularly, <laughs> well, not regularly. Uh, I, don't, I don't wear a fedora at all. It, what at what all. is it? It's not it's, a fedora. It's like a, it, it's like a driving cap. It's like a it's it's not quite like a Boston style Scully, but it's you know kind of. I'm wearing those. I mean, we've all been guilty. I, I wear. <laughs> um, I have a bunch of Bailey hats that I wear. They're not. I wouldn't call them a fedora because fedoras are deeper and this is more shallow. Yeah, but. fedora is a specific style of hat. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fed, yeah. Let's see. I don't so know the first thing. All this. shoes are Jordans. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All Which sneakers. we all know isn't true. True, it's very uh, true. <laughs> Zach knows all about this. Uh, yeah. Let's let's move into topic number two. The Panthers signed PJ Walker from the XFL. If I'm not mistaken, he's the third guy to be signed from the XFL to the NFL. Um, and this works out well because Matt Rule obviously coached Walker when he was at Temple. Uh, Kyle Allen was almost immediately traded to the Redskins to hook up with former coach Ron Rivera. Uh, but Chris, tell me about this. What what do we make out of this? Is there is this worth even talking about? Well, I think they're going to give him a training camp. I think they're going to let him compete with Will Greer for the backup spot. I, and and you know, if he beats out Will, then you know, great. Um, but I don't know that there's a guarantee here for anything other than he's got a familiarity. He wants to give a kid that he coached a shot, and uh, and that's what sports are all about. Is you've got an opportunity if you can show up and you can shine whenever training camp happens. Then, uh, then you can change your life, um, and and playing behind somebody who we all are kind of worried can he make it through a sixteen game season? I think that backup role is pretty important. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think that backup role for especially for the Panthers right now, and and the weird way that all that went down, like that's that's a that's an important role right now, especially like you said, making sure this dude can make it through sixteen games is a that's a lot. Yeah, no, it it certainly is. So I, we know that they signed Teddy Bridgewater. Um, we still don't know what's up with his. I mean, obviously he's got an injury history, so the backup role is going to be pretty, uh, pretty significant there. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's healthy right now, and he was healthy yeah. all the last two years. Last year got a lot of playing time with Drew Brees going down. He lasted what those six games, eight games, however many it was. Yeah, I think so everybody's everybody's healthy till they ain't. Yep. That's right. That's right. We're all day to day, and that's the yeah. that's the most important thing. To and especially in, especially in the game of football, and especially quarterbacks, as we've seen, especially I feel like in the last like four years, even with the rules changing and it, you going a lot softer on quarterbacks, even though quarterbacks are still getting injured. I feel like I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It could just be me, but I feel like I've seen quarterbacks get injured more in the last five years than since I started watching football. Uh, well, lately it's been older guys have really started. Yeah, like yeah. Breeze got hurt. Rodgers has been hurt. Uh, ben Roethlisberger's hurt. Like, but we haven't seen Bridgewater's injury was so flukish. I mean, he was jogging off the sidelines in a practice, and his knee just blew up. 
Like yeah. they just said it exploded. Yeah. Like and that all was a, his that ligaments a, and everything was just that was a gone. freak thing too, man. You yeah. gotta think like he almost lost his leg jogging off the field. Like yeah. I, I think that's a once in a lifetime, you know. Yeah. It makes you wonder how well some of the medicals are. Gary and I on the show in the past, I've questioned the medical staff at Washington ridiculously because there can't be a coincidence that one team has injury year after year after year after year after year and nobody else has the plague that they have. Um, did the medical staff, you know, ever check to see is there anything going on in there? I don't know. But that's way above my pedigree of knowing about <laughs> about the human body, how it works. I'm questioning people that are far more diligent than me. Well, all right, so we're we're talking about quarterbacks. So let's go on and move into topic three before we uh before we start grilling Zach on on everything that's happening nowadays. Uh, the Patriots quarterback situation. They signed Brian Hoyer. He's what this is his third stint with the Patriots, right, Chris? Yeah, there's there's no question. At some point in time, they were gonna get Hoyer and um, and uh, Jacoby Brissett were both on the Colts. There's no way the Colts were gonna carry all three quarterbacks. Um, and uh, and so I think you know the Patriots were just gonna pick up whoever got let go, which we all assumed would be Hoyer. Yeah. And uh, and they they picked him right up. Yeah, he knows that system. He knows Josh McDaniels. He knows what Bill Belichick expects. He's an adult in the room. Um, I think he's going to compete with Sidham for the job. And and there's a really good shot he could win it. And uh, yeah, you know, well, I mean, he he knows Bill's system. He knows uh, McDaniel's system. Like he he understands what's going on in that spot. And he's a veteran. So you know, uh, him and Stidham and then Cody Kessler. We we both assume, I guess, that Kessler will be gone at some point. I don't know Bill Belichick to ever carry three quarterbacks. He he carried when when roster size and roster limits are so restrictive. Um, he carried three quarterbacks when Jacoby Garoppolo and Tom were there for I think it, I know at least one year it might have been two, but that was before we kind of knew Tom's plans and everybody just assumed oh, he's forty years old when he turns forty like he's going to retire after this year and every year we kind of thought. He's going to retire. He's going to retire. And then finally, he was like, I'm going to play until I'm 45, 46. And we're like, okay, now we have to reevaluate everything. And so they immediately trade Jacoby away, you know, overnight. And then that's also the same year they got rid of Garoppolo and found another backup. But it's just one of those things where he's he's never been one to use resources on something that he doesn't think is ever going to play. I don't think Kessler's going to make the cut if that happens. I think you're. Uh, I think you're probably right there, uh, Zach. You know anything about the Patriots? You got any buddies that play yeah, for them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I don't have any buddies that play for them. But no, I'm. You know, I'm, I follow football like anybody else, and I, I watch the trades happen and I watch the signings happen. You know, especially in the off season, it, it's been as soon as they got the CBA approved, like all these signings started happening. It was crazy. But I, I think. I kind of with you. I've never known Belichick to carry three quarterbacks, and if he did, it was like a practice squad quarterback that he that wasn't getting paid anything. And, and if they had the chance to go be a starter on the other team, they probably would have been there in the first place. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see Brian Hoare, even because like veteran can be a very loose term. You know what I mean? As far as <laughs> That's like, like true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're a veteran, but have you ever have you are you a winning are you a winner? You know what I mean? Like it's right. that's that's kind of the thing. So I'm interested to see what you think because you're a you're a, like a Patriots fan. Yeah. So I I think and I've made this clear to Gary, I think this year for the Patriots is going to be 
boring football that television is going to hate. But I think they're going to compete. I think they're going to build it all on defense. I think they've signed two fullbacks. They are going to run the football. They're going to don't make mistakes. When you throw the ball, be safe with the football. And and I think they're going to slow these games down. You're going to see hour-and-a-half football games that are just going to tick, 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 tick all the way down. It is going to be – I equated it to the group of friends that Gary and I are in a group text with of this is going to be Spurs-Pistons finals, all right? Everybody okay. in the league is going to hate it, but I think it's going to win because nobody's playing ball that way. And I also think, hey, that's our only way to beat Mahomes and, and, and uh, Lamar Jackson in this conference is to keep their butts on the sidelines and make them frustrated because they don't get but 27 snaps a game. And yeah, just make I'm it with hard. you on that. I'm with you on that because, like, I'm uh, you, the Spurs reference, you know, to me, when you have a coach like that who plays a completely different brand and can adjust to whatever is happening, like, that's why I've always loved Popovich. It's like, I have always hated the Spurs because I'm a Grizzlies fan, obviously, but it's like, I love to watch the Spurs play basketball. Because yeah. it is it is the most pure form basketball with a with an offense that's running. You know, as good as the Grizzlies have been this year and better than a lot of people expected, we're not like running any plays. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like out there. We're just like we're out there dudes be dudes, man. Letting letting talent be talent. But if you watch Popovich, it's like he he is a trainer of basketball players. So I'm interested to see the Belichick thing. My other question for you would be, how long do you think now that Brady's gone? Another year for Belichick, two maybe. Oh no, no, no! I think Bill. You think he's in it? You okay? Yeah. All right. No, I think he's in. I think he wants to win a title without Tom. I think he wants just to just really to do bad. it. Yeah. Just to say he did it. And I'll tell you the other thing. I know this is crazy. I've been driving all the guys and all the group texts I'm in <laughs> talking sports with crazy with this. The uh, the Deshaun Watson thing, I think, is going to be a thing. All right. First, there was a joke about, you know, Deshaun Watson will be a Patriot. Right now, there's betting boards. So, Vegas is trying to come up with anything they can get people to bet on right now because they don't have sports. And one of the things is, is where will Deshaun Watson play football next year? Because after this year, he'll be an unrestricted free agent. And um, and the number one, number one odds are the New England Patriots, right? Well, today, Deshaun Watson tweeted out, like, you know, I don't even know what's going on in this system anymore. It's, it's rap lyrics. Um, yeah, but huh? it's I don't know who uh, I don't know who's playing on the other team or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't know anything and like talking about how he's just not very uncertain and he feels very uneasy. The next nine replies are all uh, Patriots fans just tweeting Bill Belichick marching in to like come get him, picking on the phone. <laughs> I went through Deshaun Watson liked all of those tweets. Didn't like any of the rest of them. I was like, oh my god, this is happening. <laughs> Man. It's, if he becomes a Patriot, I will go ecstatic, and I will completely change what I thought about them being boring and running the old 80s, 90s offenses. I love I love that social media makes us read into things so much. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, if, you know, like, like uh, if you follow Ble- Bleacher Report, it's just always like, oh, so-and-so unfollowed. Blank. Like, who gives a shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. It's so funny to watch, like, but it's funny if he liked all the Patriots tweets and didn't like any other tweet. That's definitely it. My favorite thing about this whole situation is, like, 
the fact that like the the B and C squad players on the Buccaneers are going to be like, we have TV games this year. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no one cared. National no, TV. When's the last time you watched a Bucks game, dude? Oh no, yeah, you had to you had to have the Sunday ticket, and you 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 had to have like a fantasy guy going. Oh yeah, and that's even the only Sunday, reason you're there. Even, that's it. Even Sunday ticket probably didn't even play. It was like you had to like live in like within an eight mile radius of Tampa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Even then, they're probably getting games, Jacksonville games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're still probably watching the Jaguars. It's like, yeah, you don't the Falcons. Watch Jay- you don't, you don't watch Jameis, Jameis Winston be the defensive player of the year as a quarterback. <laughs> we hey, we were pulling all year for uh, for the 30-30. Like, yes, 30 interceptions, yeah, 30 touchdowns. Yeah. Guess what? He did it. <laughs> he, did he nailed it. And now he doesn't yeah, he have it. a job. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy, man. That's, I mean, Chris had a very valid point because – Bruce Arians loves guys that are that are going to take those risks, and Jameis was the perfect guy for his system to take those risks because he took everyone. One hundred percent. But it's like I don't know, man. You got two. It's like it's two people with bad ideas doesn't make them good. Ideas. Oh no, agreed, agreed. Well, I think he likes the idea of them taking a risk. I don't think he likes it all the time, every play, because now you've taken the kamikaze away. If I know you're going to blow yourself up, I just get away from you. Yeah. You know, yeah. As opposed to, you know, if if every eighth one you blow yourself up, then I'm scared to death because you don't yeah. know what to expect. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I think I think every throw, he's just like, let her rip. There you Somebody's go. out there. They'll catch it. Somebody will catch yeah, this thing. That, hey, he throws a like, catchable football. I know that. His balls yeah, never hit the yeah. ground at all. No, so somebody's going to catch him. It's just this last year, most of the time, it was other the other team. <laughs> he had more pick sixes than, I think, if you took Mike Evans' touchdowns away, than every other touch. The other team scored more touchdowns than the com- combination of, like, all the other players on his team or something. Dude, like when you throw more interceptions than most starting quarterbacks throw touchdowns. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's a problem. Insane. But I'm talking about interceptions that were returned for scores. Oh my god! Which makes it even more impressive. Like that guy threw. If you uh, if you count them all together, what he had like 50 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. That's absurd. They they weren't they weren't his. Exactly. Like God bless. That's no. I did see one stat that uh, had he not thrown like had he just thrown half of the interceptions that he did, uh, the Bucks would have won like 11 games last year. Yes, that and that's what they're hoping with Tom is you don't Tom can throw thirty touchdowns. We're not worried about that. So I just need somebody who won't throw thirty interceptions. Yeah, yeah. dude. But if I would have been born six eight and athletic, I would have been in the NBA. That's <laughs> true. Here and talk about what would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I'm the if analytics guy. I got to pay attention to this stuff. If he I, wouldn't have thrown eighty thousand pick sixes, he would have had a great season. I mean, if he wasn't so. Uh, uh, Willing to take risks, he may not have had as many touchdowns either. So, there ain't no telling. Yeah, ain't no he's telling. He's afraid to hand off the ball too. You know? I'm gonna I'm gonna give Mike Evans a, a lot of the credit for some of those touchdowns. Oh yeah, oh, 100%. many many a times he goes up and catches a ball that's not really uh, realistically catches. as you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's Zach. Let's go ahead and talk. He we, been, already, maybe he would have been a better quarterback. It, yeah, it, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, he's tall enough. I mean, good gracious! I want to see Mike Evans start for. <laughs> oh, it, I want. It, could you imagine him on the Patriots? I mean, good. It, regardless of the quarterback. Oh my God! Uh, just ridiculous. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, 
there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Zach, we've kept you for 20 minutes already. Let's go ahead and talk about some of the stuff going on with you. Uh, Tell me, what does this pandemic do to a guy that is used to touring basically, what, at least nine or ten months out of the year? I mean, you're always on the road regardless of of what else is happening, like with with any number of different bands. We had most of this year off anyway, right? Like, So the only thing we had planned was the deep dive thing, which obviously we got to reschedule the whole deal, which was amazing. Um, my home life, as you know, as we're friends, hasn't changed at all. <laughs> like, I don't go and do anything. Like, I can't bring my kid to the zoo or the children's museum. That's literally the only thing that's changed about my off-time life. Like, you know, we live on we live on a bunch of land, and we have a lake. And so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I went swimming 20 minutes before I did this. You know, so it's like it's my day, my day-to-day hasn't changed. It's just, you know – I feel for, for bands aren't, that aren't in our positions and crew guys and, and, and especially bartenders and wait staff, you know, people who can't make their means. And hopefully we figure out something very soon um, to, to make that, to help them out. But at the same time, you know, it's one of those things that it's, it's strange, you know, to like not see any bands out on the road. Like it's, it's completely weird. Like to not, you know, we go see live shows. Like that's yeah. what, something that I do. So the fact that like, that no bands are touring and like all these crew guys that had all this work are now sitting at home. And, and the, you know, I think it would be better if like we knew anything about this. Yeah, Literally agreed. anything. I, I agree a hundred percent. What is So tell me like, does this change the way that the music industry looks at, well, I mean, it, it, we're so far down the rabbit hole because you and I've had this conversation so many times. I, I've, I've been playing music for, uh, 18 years now, you much longer than that. Uh, the switch from where bands would make money off of their music to you made no money off the music and you only really made it off of touring, this kind of shows like how that gets difficult for artists, right? Like if you can't go on the road, it's really tough to be able to make money. Like you guys are in a, a great position, but other yeah. bands that are that are you know, not as big as you guys, uh, they're kind of they're kind of in a tough spot, right? You you mean bands like Trap? Yes. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, something so, like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, it's I feel bad for some of these bands. Again, like we're in a good position; we can take care of our crew. You know, from from where we sit. You know, yeah. and I don't have to worry about. You know, lucky enough, man. We've 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 been blessed enough for doing this for so long and and, and having so much radio support and you know getting to that kind of. I don't know what you'd call it, arena level, upper echelon level of bands. Like we don't have to worry about money right now, which is great. But at the same time, like, you know, there's bands out there, man, that that, that's not how it is for them. And you know what? I remember being in the bands where it wasn't like that for us either. So I can imagine being in a band like that at this time 
and and worrying about stuff like that you know especially listen you know uh, crews around the world man these guys these 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 men and women they count on these checks and you know bus companies and pyro companies and any company that is uh, their their job is literally you know built around people gathering together and that can't happen right now it's it's so strange but you know, I, I hope for the best. And like I said, if we had any information on any of this, it would be a lot better. But we don't, you know, it's like it's yeah. like the blind leading the blind right now. And, and, and no one really knows anything. So it's like, you know, is it, you know, we, we, we rescheduled for August and September. Is that even going to happen? That's you know, like When I saw your dates, I immediately thought that. Like, that might be a little soon. I, because Foo Fighters have postponed their entire tour right now. And they're pushing back to November, December. Like, mm-hmm. and it's late November, so it's kind of, and we've been talking on the show for the last week or so about, uh, will college football happen on time? Will the NFL happen on time? You know, all these different things that are happening in the fall, like months and months away, when exactly will they get back into session? And at that point, what are the crowds going to look like? You know, if if you're a band that's used to drawing, you know, eight to 10,000, once everybody's given the go-ahead, does that immediately drop to like four to 5,000? You know, it, it kind of changes up the dynamics of how everything works going forward. And it, even for us, you know, doing the show, it's like, okay, well, more people are at home right now, so we've got more viewers than we have in, uh, in quite a while. But, you know, what happens when everybody gets bored? You know, <laughs> doing this. You know, it's, yeah, it's, I, think, I think that, I don't know, for us on, the, on this deep dive tour that we rescheduled, it was smaller venues anyway. Yeah. So, you know, and most of the shows were already sold out. So I don't know. You, you still may see some empty seats just because people are going to be afraid to go out. I think, you know, this thing is very serious. It's it's as serious as everyone says. But does does the media maybe make the panic part worse? Sure. Um, because people want to be afraid, I think. And people, you know, they, they see things and like, oh, you, you can't do this. It's like. You can do things. Just be smart about it. Don't be around other people. Don't touch a bunch of stuff. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself, and 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 stay at home, which is right now what we need to do. And I think now tomorrow goes in effect to where where us three live. Yep. You know, all non-essential businesses are closing unless you're a drive-through takeout or a grocery store. Everything has to close. Doesn't matter what it is. So, I think that'll help slow it down. But at the same time, it's it's just, it's such a stress. You know, it's. I don't know, man. It's you know, uh, I feel like all these '80s movies are like coming true, like The Running Man and oh, yeah. Escape from New York. <laughs> That's a hundred percent what this is. Like all these things are happening. Yeah, uh, it's very strange. That you've got buddies that are that are in the NBA. Uh, how does like how does this change things for them? I, Chris, you and I have talked about this. How do you bring the players back? Uh, not not just to play games because you'll probably do it without fans if you do it at all, but could you imagine the injuries that that oh, could no, happen? They got to have a workout season. They're, yeah. they're going to bring them back. I think. Long, I've heard Mark Cuban talking about this several times about how when when they bring them back, these guys have to first they need to know where they are. They he really wants his guys like kind of quarantine together with their families. If you're all tested and you're all clean, then then we know we're clean. Let's all stay in the same arena. Let's keep working out. But it's going to take a while to get back into game shape after sitting for months. I mean, that's that's off season. Hell, the off season is only like three or four months in the NBA anyway. Now, now you, so, you get that right, Zach. It, you it, wait, you you're buddies with these guys. What I mean, what are they talking about? I mean, it's you know they're 
even in the off season, these guys look forward to basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, 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 I think it's the curving the boredom that occurs, but you know, most of the guys I know now, you know, um, my closest NBA friends, Mike, Mark have kids. So they're enjoying this time, I guess, you know, that normally they wouldn't be able to do certain things. Granted, they still can't go and do things, but I'm sure they're enjoying <laughs> being with their families, but it's, 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 curving the boredom man it's one of those things that these guys they live for basketball and they want to do all these things and right now this is the time that they do it and they can't do it you know what i mean and it's like it's such a strange time again it's so strange and and you watch you watch these dudes and they, they like you know somebody like lebron who lives for basketball it's it's strange to watch them but i'm i agree with chris like you can't just you can't just go out and like okay season's back on game tomorrow yeah, you know, bro. like, dude, that's that's every torn ligament and hamstring, you know. And granted, that's these guys it. are working out in their homes. I'm sure most of them who can afford to. Matt is watching live on uh, on YouTube, uh, and he jumped in. He's a uh, a physical therapist. He said tissue has to adapt to the load required of them. They take time off, and then trying to jump right back in, the tissue can fail. So that's yeah. that's where this is a problem. Oh boy. Yeah, I got I got two trainer buddies. So one 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 is the head trainer of the Milwaukee Bucks, who obviously has Giannis and, and people like that. Yeah. And the other is the uh, the head trainer for the 76ers. So it's interesting to see. I've I've talked to them about it and they're like, man, it, it's just strange. You know, these guys are texting me things to do to to keep limber and to keep their muscles warm. It's like like you said, you're basically going into an off season right when the, the pickup time was, right when it was starting to get heavy. Right, when everybody's making that playoff push. I mean, you're talking, there is no, we were getting to a point where there was no more load management. If you're a star yeah. and your team is in competition for a playoff, you're playing every night and you're playing balls out. There are no days off at that point. And we just hit the brakes and said, nope, we're stopping. We're turning the engine completely off and we're all going away. That's it's hard luckily, to do. And it's, it's very hard to do. And luckily, though, we did it because you, you see now, I think it's oh, up Jesus, to almost, yes. almost 10 players have been diagnosed with this thing, but at the same time, you know, you watch this thing and, and selfishly as a Grizzlies fan, I'm like, Oh, we're in the eighth spot. <laughs> I know. I know. We we find, the same thing. We, every team we is four find, games we behind us. A young stud that just is changing the, the, the fortune of the Grizzlies. And now I can't watch it. I, I spend half of my time on Twitter. Just, just watching Jai highlights. That's it. That's all I do. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. so Zach, uh, with the Grizzly stuff, as a season ticket holder, um, I mean, what have you have you heard anything? I mean, what what do they end up doing in a situation like this where you don't get to go to the games? I mean, how how does that even work? Um, yeah, they um basically they're waiting to hear from the NBA. So once they hear from the NBA, they'll let us know um what they're going to do, you know what I mean? So I've already renewed obviously for the next season, but it's like at the same time, I don't know if they're going to take my tickets off next year. I don't know if they're just going to like my playoff tickets will be free because I've already paid for this whole season. It's uh, again, man, I can't imagine, like I can't imagine being in some of these positions that some of these people are in and you're just getting it from all sides because you don't really know what's happening. You don't, you don't know how to answer people. Like, how do you know anything? Like my ticket guy doesn't work for the NBA. He works for the Grizzlies. Like he yeah. doesn't know what's happening. So it's very strange. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how the NBA handles that, how they're going to do the ticketing system. You know, uh, I'd imagine they just probably take off whatever games you didn't go to this year. They just take that off your, your bill next year. Yeah. Kind of give it as a credit, right? Yeah, it was like a crazy. So uh, the best thing was so a couple years ago when we tanked on purpose, obviously, 
the next season they gave us all FedEx forum dollars. They literally gave us like five thousand dollars in FedEx forum money. So it was like, dude, my, my kid was loving it. You get popcorn and Sprite every game, and you didn't have to pay fifteen bucks for it. You know, it's like you literally you, you had like a, a monopoly money book full of Grizzlies dollars that you could just use. Like, hey, sorry, we sucked last year. That's pretty Here's awesome. Free money. I, I'll tell you this: that makes me feel really good that they did that, though. Like, yeah, I'm great. I'm actually really proud of that because. For a decade, Philly did this thing, and I don't know that we got no reports from anybody ever that they did anything for their fans. They're just like, we're going to suck, guys. Sorry. We're openly trying to lose. Sorry. Trust the process, man. And I don't know that they ever did anything to compensate the fans that showed up no, for that garbage. Para's a really good owner. and, That's, and That makes me real proud. Yeah, Wexler's really good about that kind of thing. He wants to keep fan engagement, and you know what? Nothing, nothing says fan engagement like free cotton candy. So, oh no, free crap for your kids. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, the reason I spend thousands of dollars taking my kids to Disney World, Disney World all the time is people who make a big deal about your kids. Listen, you don't have to give me anything. You make my kid feel like a superstar, and I'll, I'll spend twice what you realistically think I would spend. I promise. You. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just kind of how that's kind of how most decent parents are. I think nowadays there's, there's yeah. a bunch of garbage. On top. Oh no, and I'm and I'm yeah, very I'm much really, in that decent parent range. I assure yeah, you. No, you, you, not, you what, your kids come first, and that's what you got to do, man. Especially not with not, not like great, that. not great. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm oh, decent. you're selling yourself short. <laughs> I don't I don't beat them, and I'm here. But there you go. You're doing better than most people. <laughs> All right, we are we are thirty two and a half minutes in. So Zach, I'm going to let you out of here, uh, unless there's anything right. else that we need to hit on. anybody anybody got topics we need to hit? I I, I don't think so. I just need to teach need to teach me how to podcast. That's it. I can uh, I can handle that. We can we can roll through that. Just give me a call this evening. <laughs> we'll figure it out. All right, sweet y'all. Be thanks, good, brother. Thanks, uh, everybody knows winningcureseverything.com, tunicatravel.com. Go subscribe to the show. Go check out Tunica. And, uh, and go check out Zach's band, Shinedown. Shinedown.com is the website. You can find him on Twitter, at ZMyersOfficial. Uh, we will see you guys again tomorrow. Later. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.